Welcome, Padawans, to the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Matt. And today we are talking about General Grievous. Or, <laughs> as he's originally known before he became more machine than man, <laughs> is... I don't even know how to pronounce this, Josh. I'm going I'm to butcher this again. There should be, like... We should make this a series now of every time... It's like, Matt butchering names! You know, like, do, like, a jingle like that. <laughs> and then yeah. it just cuts to me just absolutely messing this up. All right, here we go. That's fine. Kwa... Kai... Kai... Jai... Shilal. I gotta say, Grievous has a much better ring to it. I... Agree. And... <laughs> I think I did actually hear the correct pronunciation. Of I it, probably was really far it off. It is escaping me. I've been doing homework all day, and my mind is a little bit numb <laughs> to anything that's happening right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. Knew I was going to mess it up, but that's okay. Yeah, so Gri- Grievous has a really unique name. He is also Kalish, which is mm-hmm. kind of uh, the way I look at them. They remind me of the pirates in Clone Wars, like uh, Hondo. He, he almost looks similar to Hondo, the the Kalish species, because they have like the kind of like tooth like jaws. You know, like how they like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like Grievous's mask, and then yeah, they actually have like actual. I don't know if they're canon pictures of the race, but it's like very interesting to see the before the natural organic side of grievous and then the machine side and and the internals of him is really yeah too if you could what's really interesting is that technically kalish are reptilian interesting so interesting i mean on top i'm about to make a pun here so so buckle up on top of grievous being a cold-blooded jedi killer he's also just Mm. cold-blooded Mm-hmm. he's a cold-blooded killer oh, oh. <laughs> that's where we're at this week aren't we yeah yeah <laughs> this this w- episode was the one that was supposed to air last week unfortunately it's been kind of crazy again for both of us um so we had to postpone for for the one week but we're we're back on the recording grind and you know it's uh it's gonna be a a, a fun few episodes we got uh, some great characters lined up yeah Definitely. I like Grievous, and I like the... I know a lot of people love the 2003 Clone Wars version compared to the 2008 or the Clone Wars series version and even the Episode 3 version. So we'll get into a little bit of discussions about that. And Ooh. yeah, I'm I'm a Grievous... I'm a Grievous fan. I mean, especially in Battlefront. He used to be like the I top, was about to say, I character. feel like... Yeah, I was like, I feel like this is somehow about to be tied to Battlefront 2. I was actually going to bring up yeah. that he was super strong in LEGO Star Wars. And unfortunately, we did get the recent news that it's being pushed back even more, Josh. I know, and it hurts me internally, emotionally, all the above, everything. Physically, I'm just waiting for this game. I need a new game that's coming out that they're going to you know, have a lot of support on. And I mean... There's two sides to this coin of Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. And the first one wants the game to come out and to play it and to, you know, have fun with it. And the other side is I don't want it to be cyberpunk. And we get it and it, there's a lot of issues and we're going to have to do some patching updates. And, and actually, you know, cyberpunk, they, they recollected. You were able to return it for full cost 
And that's not what we're what we're asking for with this game. I know they're they're changing the whole mechanics of everything, and it's supposed to be this this prime Lego Star Wars new mechanical or new mechanics game, and it's supposed to be something great. So I'm okay for waiting a little bit longer. I just hope it's not too long because it originally was supposed to be out in October, and then on Steam it said December, and then they just said like May, June. Or July area, and now it's indefinitely. So, Matt, what do you think? Or, or how are you feeling with this news? I'm in Spain with a silent S. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's where that was I feel like one. that's all I have to say. Uh, that's where I'm at with it. I want it to be a complete game, though. Yeah. I also, the more that they are pushing this back, I think it made me realize what they're doing. If you remember all the patterns out there that you probably do if you played any of the Lego Star Wars games. When they came out with the Force Awakens Lego Star Wars game, remember how it was all, it was the voice actors actually speaking in Lego. I've got a bad feeling about this, and that that's going to be throughout the entire game. Personally, I don't really like that. I like when the Lego games just made really funny sounds, and, you know, there was no dialogue to it. Mm-hmm. I, I But I have a funny feeling that's where they're headed. Well, talking about that, actually, it's funny enough. During this week, I kind of wanted to relax a little bit and i ended up finishing the whole complete saga 100 percent. i think i got it within 40 hours but you know some of that is like leaving the game open open sure 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 we'll pretend we'll pretend like you didn't grind through it all week into the weekend we'll pretend that you got in under 40 hours the super stories because you have to complete the super stories within an hour you have to collect over i think what was it? One million. I thought it was one thousand. million coins. Sometimes no, some of them are one hundred thousand. Yeah, one. I think it was one hundred thousand studs, and yeah, I think that was that was it. And it was the episode six was a pain. Episode six was a pain. It actually went over the time, and I'm like, oh, I have to redo this whole thing. And it turned out that it, I got it because I only finished I finished it within like an hour and like three minutes, whatever it was. So. Yeah, it's uh. So I finished that game to talk about Lego Star Wars game, and to add, to add on, I finished the Clone Wars game. I finished the complete saga, as I said, and then I'm almost done with all the trophies on the Force Awakens one. But there's one that's a little bit tricky where you have to when you're fighting Rey in that last scene, and you have to deflect the the bullets or the the lasers that she shoots at you at like a perfect timing, and it's it's hard. It's very hard. So that's that's where I'm stuck on. I think I have two more trophies, and that's one of them left. So Josh, you and I, mm-hmm. uh, we're a little different with that. I, I don't. I I like. I care about the trophies, but not to the same extent. I if, if there's a game, if it's like like you're saying, you have to get perfect timing. I wouldn't spend more than five tries on it and then move on. Like that's just oh, that's just who I'm. I don't need every single trophy, but there there are. You are are one of the people that need every trophy, and my my good friend Adam as well. Both of you need every trophy in video games, but I oh, yeah. I just can't I, do that. I finished I finished Battlefront's trophy system on Origin. I finished. Wait, so so you beat it on on Origin, and then did you install it on Steam so you could get the trophy system on Steam as well, or on um no Epic Games or whatever it was that they switched to. 
I I claimed it, but I did not. I I okay. have it on Origin. Right. There's no point for me to, right. to do it on there. All right, all right. The other, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I okay. I the first game that like I ever wanted to hundred percent was actually Assassin's Creed Two, and I got that. And then I tried to do Assassin's Creed Three, and then I think the multiplayer trophies is the one I didn't get. And I'm getting a little tangent, but this is important. <laughs> and then there was one. Okay, so PS3. Revelations, Assassin's Creed. I know this is not Star Wars, but again, there was one trophy, like one last trophy that you had to like do some assassinations in five seconds. And it took forever to get it. And there was always like a little glitch because that was when they were transitioning to PS4. So everything wasn't optimized for the PS3 yet. Or it was, it was optimized for the PS3, but it was like laggy or whatever. So I worked so hard on getting these trophies, it's, and then I keep on replaying the games to try to get all the trophies again. What can I say? I like I like to do things to a completion. Padawans, can we can we get a shout out on the social medias for Josh when you hear that? Because I feel like that that takes a lot of talent. Like I said, I I give up on that kind of thing, and I I just move on with the storyline. I I don't need to be uh you know hundred percent everything. As long as I beat the game, I'm happy. So I. I give a shout out to Josh on uh, our social medias. I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Yeah, and then the the new one on Origin, the other uh, game with Cal Kestis. That one was really difficult to 100 percent because you had to like fill out everything in the map. And on Zeppo, there's this one little hallway that's just like hidden, and it's just uh, I, once I got it, 100 percented it. I'm like, I'll I'm play done. This game one more time when I'm done and do- I'm done until they added the the. Like more content into it uh, yeah over the over last year so that's fair that's fair. okay i know i i'm done with my little tangent but i think that was important to, for me to josh i know you had a store star wars thought for this episode why don't we save that for the next one out there we'll give a little tease out to the paddle well, ones here no, how, no, no I, here how, how that that was it, this really was quick. my it's star a... wars thought that like we just talked about <laughs> so i feel like we should save it for the next one because I, but it has to do with Grievous. Oh no! <laughs> well, we just used my Star Wars thought. Oh, I'll just I'll incorporate it into into the explanation okay. of Grievous. Okay, okay, okay. So, getting back on the Grievous conversation, even though we just start, are starting it for the most part. Like I said, I'm not going to try to pronounce Grievous's name again, but he was a Kalish male born on Kali, which is in. As it's as it's referred to, wild space, and so I kind of needed to look this up because I I didn't quite understand what wild space was versus mm-hmm. the yeah, unknown rim, unknown regions. Rim, so unknown region. So wild space is pretty much all unmapped beyond the outer rim, mm-hmm. but the unknown regions were mapped, but largely unexplored, which is very gotcha. confusing to me. It, it yeah. seems like. It seems like wild space, you would have it be mapped, but not largely explored because of how like wild west it is. But the unknown regions would be the ones that are completely unmapped. So it seems a little like backwards, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. For the Padawans out there, some of the other planets in wild space include, well, Mortis isn't exactly a planet. It's a weird realm. I guess you can call it. You have Lyra San, which is the homeworld of the Lasat that we mm-hmm. see with Seb. And we also have mm-hmm. Lasatra, which which is where Eli Vanto, where we we talked about Eli a little bit on our Thrawn episode. Yeah. 
So a couple of different of the um, the planets, so that way the Padawans get an idea of just how kind of far out Kali was. When it comes to actually knowing about Grievous, I think, Josh, maybe you want to talk about the, uh, the early life and how Grievous wasn't actually a cyborg initially and, and kind of go into that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, let's cover like non-canon and I'm sure I'm going to have you go over the canon version because I know the, the I know the non-canon of how he was a warrior and, you know, he wanted this greatness and eventually how he turned into a cyborg. Okay. So during the non-canon, you know, his era, he was actually, you know, fighting the war before before the, the Clone Wars. But the way that he got into being a cybernetic is that he was kind of misleaded by Palpatine and, and Dooku, actually. So it turns out that their ship, the, the Separatist ship, per se, were firing at just a Grievous' ship, and he got into a bad accident. And what happened was that when like they woke him up and they, they changed him into this, this cybernetic, they told him that the Republic did it. And that's what stirred up his, his raw hatred for the republic so it's it was actually them that actually caused this and it was and they were using you know brainwashing and misleading and he was as we saw in the clone wars i mean it, which is canon well in the clone wars 2008 that you know he was a servant of dooku pretty much and i, I we'll we'll get into that more in the clone wars and everything but in the non-canon 2003 clone wars he actually was a very very beast of a, a cybernetic you know we saw that he was killing jedi left and right and actually that that mace windu used his force crush ability to inevitably give grievous his cough i know i'm going on a little bit all over the place with with the grievous non-canon timeline but that's pretty much the whole premise of of how it is and and his early life was he was a warrior and he wanted to he wanted to to make sure he was the one of the greatest warriors his people his people and the, maybe even the galaxy has ever seen. That's interesting because that is vastly different from the well, not vastly, but it's majority different than what is now canon for Grievous. Yeah. in In terms of before cybernetics, Grievous was a warlord warrior for Kali, and his big war was against the Yamri of Huck. So I had to look this up, what the Yamri was. Mm-hmm. It's basically insects. I- insects. Like, in- insectoid sentient species is, like, the mm-hmm. actual definition. Um, it looks like they have, like, triangular heads. And actually, I believe, I believe we do see a Yamri in the... Most Eisley cantina scene. Yeah. I, that's something yeah. that the Padawans out there can go back and look. It depends which version, because I'm not positive on which version of um, the, the cantina scene. of the cantina scene it has, but it's like a praying, praying mantis. So if you see the praying mantis guy, that's... Don't you mean the guy Yamri. from... Yamri. Doctor... Uh, what's the doctor's name from Mandalorian? The Mandible? 
Is that are you talking about that? No, I'm talking about like you. You know what a pray, a praying mantis look like looks like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there's literally one oh. that's huge it, or almost identical to one, and that's what a yamri is. Oh, okay, okay. You have these, sorry, you have these reptilians going against these insects, basically. So I, mm-hmm. it, it feels like something that the the reptiles should win, but early on, what we uh, what we notice is that in uh, the the yamri was backed by the Galactic Republic. And so that kind of led Grievous to have like a personal vendetta against the Republic because it was preventing him from bringing honor to the Kali. Mm-hmm. He suffered a shuttle crash that almost killed him and basically caused him to lose most of his body and become cybernetics. And that's how he got all those cybernetics Obviously claiming that the the changes improved his combat, which they did. Uh, there's no doubt about it mm-hmm. that he was definitely a more fierce warrior as a result. After a while, he still continued to make upgrades and, and started to change his uh, cybernetics to be more like battle droids. And that leads us to being a part of the Separatists and teaming up with Count Dooku. They don't go into details of how Grievous met Count Dooku and Palpatine. Mm-hmm. The, the big n- note is that Grievous maintained and wore his Kalish cloak, which is what we saw mm-hmm. in, in his all, all of his attire, just to play, pay homage to his um, past. That's fair. And, and that's pretty much the, the origin story of General Grievous. Josh, mm-hmm. I might be the, I, I could be the only one here yeah. that feels this way. But I actually kind of like the canon one over, yeah, over over the legends simply because it just feels way too interconnected. And and like I'm all about expanding mm-hmm. the universe, this definitely there's there's small connections that we get to see like praying mantis and, and seeing the creatures that he fought with. But to to have Dooku and Palpatine manipulate him into joining, mm-hmm. I personally prefer this storyline. The canon storyline over yeah non-canon. i mean i i like the non-canon just because even though everything's connected it just shows how evil the sith were really it, it, i mean that's what it was because yeah if if just saying that they caused his injuries and everything to you know or they they blamed it on the republic and and that's how they got this new agent for them and it's just a way of, of how they brainwashed and again they had this this whole new general in their arsenal of uh, battle droids yeah. so yeah i, I kind of liked i like the non-canon just because it shows another side of the dark lords of the sith yeah <laughs> i obviously we can talk all about everything that is on screen with him but i i like to think that the padawans out there have seen and and don't necessarily need a refresher um so very quickly he appears in quite a lot of episodes within the clone wars kind of tapers off towards the end of the clone wars though um because they're focusing on other storylines you see him in episode three as well where yeah obviously obi-wan is trying to chase him down on utapau and that is ultimately where he makes his demise yeah so Josh, mm-hmm. I I'm scrolling through all of the arcs that General Grievous is in, and I I like two arcs. Okay, you you like two arcs. Grievous I 
I personally like one. Okay. I'm going to get... Is it not, the, not saying, the Night Sisters one? It is the Night Sisters one. Not saying that the other ones are bad. I like the one where... I like the Night Sisters one well, because that, it does show his, his raw strength against the Night Sisters. And... I would like to talk through that one real quick. Okay. Let's go, and then we can go my go to the next one that I, I like. So after Dooku realized that Ventress was the one that attempted to kill him and assassinate him, Dooku ordered Grievous to attack Dathomir and wipe all the Night Sisters out. It was a really unfair fight, and basically Grievous slayed everyone except Ventress. Mm-hmm. He absolutely decimated old Daka. Yeah. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Which you he felt pretty bad. Another lightsaber. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. And no. and the worst no. part was after that all those scenes, mm-hmm. Grievous was basically mocked Dooku that Savage Opress could pose a threat. I, I don't know if you remember that. Like, oh he's such a like a yeah. weakling, he's lost without his like and and then we see what happens with Savage and Maul. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, okay, Grievous. Yeah, sure. Not a threat at mm-hmm. all. I mean, Grievous, this is, and that's actually one of the moments that we don't see Grievous running away from his problems. Yeah. That's like the one stand that he has in all the Clone Wars arcs. I'm pretty sure that's the only one. Again, Padawan's out there. You can correct me on that one. I'm just, I'm pretty sure that we, we see him just, thrive in that arc but yeah it's like the one time that we actually get to see him doing something that doesn't end in failure yeah because every other time it's against the jedi and he always just escapes with his life like he might do a little bit of damage but he ultimately still fails and dooku's like grievous he can't be messing up still so i i do enjoy it way more and that actually that point leads into my next arc which is i love the the layer of general grievous just because we were shown the different sides of Grievous and like his those figures of the warriors, as as Confisto said, and we get to see how his Padawan he met his demise at that time against Grievous because he was cocky. But, yeah, or, cocky. no, no, yes, he, he was cocky. He was, he was cocky, but also he kind of had this vendetta because he had lost um, loved ones. So he was he was fighting with anger, not with with passion or with his heart yeah 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 he wasn't like trying to defend he to quote rose he wasn't defend he wasn't uh what's the line um that's not how we win we we win protecting the things we love or whatever it is you know not destroying the things we hate yeah but in that instance he really was doing that yeah and we get to see a sassy doctor too and how actually it's really interesting, and, and this is like another discussion I want to get to, and because Kid Fisto was, I mean, we saw him in episode three, he met his demise against Palpatine, but actually his fighting form would combat Grievous, like, optimally. Like, that's, that's, that's why he was able to escape the lair of General Grievous, because his fighting form is perfect against Grievous, and, and Obi-Wan's, I guess, is too, but it, I've heard different things that's saying that Kid Fisto is is way above like there he he can match with Grievous and then win interesting for certain so you know when when they sent Obi-Wan to Utapau to kill Grievous I mean he got Obi-Wan got the job done by you know by sheer sheer luck as you can you can see because Grievous had the the electronic spare and then Obi-Wan had the blaster 
but that is, you know, I, I would love to, to do a what if on on what if Pithisto went and and Obi Wan would be back in the palace and would be able to to help Anakin. You know, it'd probably end in a in a in a sweeter way. Josh, I will play. I will play this what if with you. This is the one. This is all right, Padawans. Maybe maybe it's my my hope that you know the pandemic slowly. I'm gonna be getting better. People are getting vaccinated, so I'm gonna I'm gonna humor Josh here because I'm in a good mood about mm-hmm. a what if situation. So let, let's play this what if game. So you're saying if Kit Fisto was sent to fight Grievous on Utapau and not mm-hmm. Obi Wan, not yes. I don't know if because we have all this information now. I don't know if he defeats General Grievous. I mm-hmm. what I what I do know is that Darth Maul would have been defeated and probably would have given away that Palpatine was the Sith Lord. But I don't mm-hmm. think I I guess I think Pal what I like to think is Palpatine knew that Obi-Wan was being sent to go fight General Grievous. He knew that. Mhm. Mhm. But if he knew that Obi-Wan was still on Coruscant I don't know if Palpatine would expose himself to Anakin like he did. To Anakin? That's true. So we might, we might have just delayed the, the Clone Wars and have it keep going, and Palpatine waits for another opportunity, is what I'm trying to say. The only thing in the wild card is Darth Maul, because Darth mm-hmm. Maul wouldn't have, been, or wouldn't have been able to escape because Order 66 wouldn't have occurred, but would, so would he have given up Palpatine as... Or would Chancellor? <laughs> it's weird to say. Would would, yeah. would Palpatine have turned into Chan- expose himself as Sidious? Like, how would that have worked? I don't know. Yeah, that whole timing would be so, would be different. I, I want to get your thoughts on this now, Josh. Okay, thinking about it. Let's let's think. Let me think. I think that it would have just delayed Order sixty six a little bit longer. It actually. In some point, you know, I'm th- kind of thinking like an endgame thing where, you know, Doctor Strange says, you know, that one out of, you know, X amount. And this would be like the one, there would be the one out of X amount to having, you know, Palpatine lose and not execute the Order 66 and, and start the Empire. And that would probably be if Maul told Ahsoka about it. And then, but at the same time, like they would have captured him. And then he he could have read he could have read out his old master, and then somehow he would have broken out and became the next Lord of the Sith. I, I'm kind of going in all directions with this, you know. It's it's a what if. So, Josh, a, Josh, you're like, what if? Okay, let's get crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> I love posing the what ifs, but it's very my brain is very sporadic. Yeah, I think that, but predominantly, I think that Obi Wan would have helped Anakin, and they would have they would have kind of worked on it together since obi-wan is away on Utapau and mace was there and, and anakin didn't trust mace and yoda was gone on on kashik i think that it was just a concoction what happened in episode three it was just a concoction of, of bad stuff like yeah just time timing and everything and, and that's what palpatine did he sent it to the advantage he made the the council not trust palpatine and, and when anakin was appointed on the council it kind of stirred every. It stirred the whole pot, as you Padawans probably know. But yeah, I think that there would have been that one 
out of something percent or or I think that they might would have they might have stopped the rise of the empire. But that that's all I want to go into. Again, we might talk about this on a Patreon later. I would be I'd be willing to put money down that it would have mm-hmm. stopped um based off of what we know because I I really yeah. do think Obi-Wan would be the only one that could talk sense into Anakin. And if yeah. he went there, you know, there the outcome would have been different. Like imagine imagine it was not Mace that that was left alive, but Obi-Wan. Who do you think Anakin would side with then? Is what it comes down to. And and I am, would firmly believe that Anakin would have chose Obi-Wan over Palpatine, which is why Palpatine saw his opportunity. Yeah. But another another hypothetical for you here with the Kit oh, Fisto okay. Kit Fisto going to Utapau. Yeah. Would the hello there have been a, as effective if it came from Kit Fisto? No. No, no, no. Okay, there wouldn't have been a hello there. This brings me to my next point. So in the chronological timeline, beginning, I think it was either season one or two, Grievous actually drops down from a higher ground and says hello there to Obi-Wan. So when Obi-Wan does in episode three, He's actually just mocking General Grievous. I I like to think that Kit Fisto would drop down and it would go, hello there, and then follow it up with General Grievous saying, General Fisto. <laughs> it just would have completely been <laughs> that, different. Oh. That would have been good. I mean, it's it's got to be the Clone Wars voice actor, mm-hmm. Kit Fisto. Yeah. He just he just makes it. I, I agree completely. I that That's a funny... Uh, that would have been a funny moment. Uh, someone should dub that over. I don't. I don't have the time to do mm. that. But that'd be that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Josh, the the final thing that I wanted uh, to talk about was General Grievous bursting into flames. Yes. <laughs> and how ridiculous it is. This is this is one of the scenes in Star Wars where I'm like, really, George. You really had to just put in the pyrotechnics. You had to go. You had to go Michael yeah. Bay film on everyone. Oh, oh. no! There have been a bigger explosion yeah. blowing up his his, his ship uh, and everything would have gone. Ship yeah. and everything. Yeah. Actually, when when Obi Wan's running back to his ship after he escapes the clones and everything, you actually could see Grievous's body still on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So he just passes over him, but. For some reason, so he exposes the heart and then uses Cody's blaster to shoot Grievous in the heart and destroy. Oh him. no, it's it's, it's Grievous's blaster because he had it on the the. Oh, you're right. I like to call it the the pinwheel. You're right. You're right. He, my bad. He had it on the pinwheel. I'm thinking of <laughs> we were talking about Lego Star Wars. I'm thinking of the Lego Star Wars uh, mission with that, uh, and <laughs> you have you have Cody shoot it, shoot him and kill him in it. Um, I, I still find it ridiculous, though, that he erupts into flames. It doesn't seem like a blaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get the cybernetics that could catch fire because you're, like, short-circuiting his heart. Yeah. But everything that goes up in flames is not his cybernetics. So it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's the, orga- it's the organic matter, right? You know. Yeah, all the organic just... matter just randomly bursts into flames, but we never see that happen anywhere else. Very. I mean that 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 gun is is just it's too powerful. Yeah, and we've never seen that gun before ever. <laughs> yeah, I. It's a very weird um, end to General Grievous. Mm-hmm. 
I want to say a couple honorable mentions is that, well, the Malevolence was a good arc. That the Malevolence was a great way to get into Clone Wars. I think that that was yeah. one of the best arcs that they could have done to start introducing the characters into Clone Wars and, and really mm-hmm. start that character development. And, and it kind of represents the Death Star, too. Not the Death Star 2, but the Death Star T-O-O. How so? Just, I mean, that you have a, a ion-charged weapon. I mean, it's not Kyber Crystal-powered, but it was able to destroy ships and, and inevitably, you know... It was a secret was weapon a, that they had no... It was a no secret way, weapon. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Okay, I can see the parallels. Um, I, and I, then I they also... And then just one quick thing is that, just remember, the Gungans was were... Eight, the Gungans were able to defeat General Grievous. <laughs> just remember that. Just remember that. I just want to throw that out there. Oy vey. And that's why, for me, Josh, General Grievous is not one of my favorite characters. He is just a... He's, he's just not a very good villain. Um, he always seems to lose, and he puts his trust into the battle droids that are incompetent. And admits that they're incompetent, but then puts his trust back into the battle droids because they're incompetent. It's a very, yeah. it's very, it's a very weird cycle. Obviously, I think he's missing a couple wires in his brain. <laughs> yeah, I I think for suppose supposedly this great battle tactic individual, I really think that he lacked a little bit of character development for me to to fully like him. He does have the funny, like, kind of moments. He has the great voice line in 2005 Battlefront 2. Your screens are music to my audio receptors. <laughs> uh, classic line. Classic. I, I crack up at that line every time. So there are great moments uh, with him, but for me, he's just not really one of my favorite characters. Uh, what about you, Josh? Yeah, I, I like Grievous. He's not the strongest character, and, and of course he, he is a, a little bit of a coward, or, or a lot of bit of a coward. And But while playing as him in, in games, he's a lot of fun, and a little overpowered sometimes. But He's definitely a fun character to play in the video games, because he does have the unique four lightsaber trait. I really wish, and I think New Battlefront 2 started to get it right, but it's mm-hmm. really difficult to get the lightsaber swings that he he was known for against the various Jedis, um, that mm-hmm. he was able to defeat through it, and obviously Obi-Wan stopped it. But it's a very... Um, it was very hard to mimic in video games, and it seemed like Battlefront Two started to kind of get it. Yes, and he collected all the lightsabers in his collection. Yeah. I, I mean, I could be wrong here, but like... Having blue and green lightsabers, like four of them, I would try to go for. I would try to make it the rainbow. To be honest, I would. If I killed, well, if I took down a Jedi, like if I took down Mace Windu, I would be displaying that purple lightsaber. Oh, a hundred percent. He'd probably do that because his whole reason of having the the not like red lightsabers provided by the Sith, it was to actually showcase, show showcases. The, uh, his achievements yeah yeah the the all the every all the jedi that he's defeated so he's like waving just say master luminaris i i, I mean i'm just gonna say, gonna say that for the the sake of it and just say you know if, yeah if he went up against obi-wan you know he kind of throw them off balance in the force and were able to strike them down and get more lightsabers his collection 
Josh, do you think that the Jedi out there actually know what the, like the hilts of each individual master and and Jedi knights lightsaber hilts are? Because if it's not a standard one, so like Mace, I mean, he's got the purple. Obi Wan, I'm pretty sure people can get that. Yoda, of course, got a unique one. I, I'm talking about like it, the actual Jedi in in Star Wars universe. In, do you think yeah. that they were like, oh my gosh, that's Obi Wan's lightsaber? Like, do you think that they know that, or do you think they see him be like, that looks like a Jedi's lightsaber, and then Grievous is like, yeah, this was your buddy. You wonder where he went? Well, I got his lightsaber and he's dead. You know, like it's a weird kind of, I don't, it's hard to showcase it unless it was blatantly obvious. Like if he had a really small lightsaber that was green, everyone would be like, that's Master Yoda's, you know, but I, well, well, they did have Master Yoda's in a comic. They actually like were burning all the lightsabers after Order 66 and like the one that the somebody held up in the comic was master yoda's because you could see it's a small one but yeah i don't think they know everyone i know that you know the david Tennant. uh, uh what's the the droid's name when they were building the, the the younglings were building their lightsabers he knew every single one because he yeah. had a, a database so he was building every one of them yeah but i don't think every jedi knew because not all lights even though they say lightsaber all the lightsabers are unique there are standard like just you know, you got basic, the st- yeah. St- yeah, basic hilt, basic, basic pommel, basic grip, and every everything. Could you imagine but, in a, in an alternate universe where Grievous intentionally just captured the uh, the Jedi lightsaber master, so that way when he went into combat, he could be like he's he's almost like a um, someone who like validates like signatures for like fa- like you know famous baseball player signatures on baseballs he's like yeah he validates it he's like yep that, that checks out that was obi-wan's he's like just permanently like like a, a servant of grievous to I- properly identify and authenticate lightsabers for him i would i would love to see I, that I, yeah that would be hilarious and and the meme that i just one last thing the meme that everybody was thinking of or when when somebody actually made it was when Kylo threw his his lightsaber into one of the moons of of Endor, or, or where the yeah, Death yeah. Star was that that piece of where he threw it in there, and Grievous is just oh like, you're running, running and chasing it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any of those memes get me a hundred percent of the time. So that those were one of my favorites. Or when Ray puts the the Luke and Leia's lightsabers into the sand, and then you see Grievous chasing and, after it. That's true. That's that's always a good one too. Good yeah. memes. We, w- we would lose a lot of the memes if we went into these alternate universes with Grievous, that's for sure. That's true. Well, Josh, I think that about sums up everything that we have to talk about. Do you want to let all the Padawans out there know our next episode? Our next episode is brought to you by, by our Patreons, and they voted for the April episode to be Admiral Akbar. Yeah, I'm super excited. We we gave a poll for all of the uh, the Padawans to vote for who's the April Patreon character of the month, um, and they they chose Admiral Akbar. And I'm I'm excited for this one because there's mm-hmm. some good memes again uh, that we get to talk about. That's a crap. We have our May characters up right now. Um, so who we're going to be talking about in May? Um, we have a droid theme uh, this go around. Is between C three PO, Chopper, and L three. So 
Um, if you haven't already, go check out our Patreon and sign up. You get some really cool perks. One of that being you get the monthly character poll and you get to help uh, pick the character we're going to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to check out our merch at wannabejedipodcast.com forward slash WJP merch. And we're going to have some new designs and or alterations coming out. So keep a lookout for that. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to follow us on all of our social medias at Wannabe Jedi Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Wannabe Jedi Cast on Twitter. Um, until then, make sure to stay safe, and I hope everyone's getting excited because we're uh, we're starting to get back to normal, and I'm I'm pumped for that. Yep, let's uh, keep on going strong. Yeah, exactly. All right, talk to you guys all soon. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. May the force.